get ready for the Girls on Games podcast. Your weekly dose of news, reviews, and everything video games. Always served with a good helping of hype and just a pinch of salt. And now, your host, Leah. Welcome to another Girls on Games podcast. My name is Leah. I'm the host of this show. This is episode number 414. And we're going to be talking about a bit of the roundup from Gamescom and maybe a bit of news as everybody has anticipated about Starfield, about what that means for Game Pass. But before we get into that, I want to introduce you to the friendly voices around this digital table. Catherine, how you doing? I'm good yourself. Good. Your arm sore? Yep. Yeah. Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> Joelle, what's up? Hello, hello. I'm uh, doing well. Excited to talk about some games. Yeah. And uh, you had an eventful day. I sure did. I'm pooped. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, unfortunately, got tied up with work stuff, but uh, I'm sure he's listening to this and editing this and yelling at me. He always does. <laughs> So let's get through some housekeeping before we get into the show. I'd like to remind you that if you enjoy this show, you can subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Podbean. That way you can have it auto-downloaded to your podcast platform of choice every time we go live. If you'd like to get some GOG merch, you can do that by going to designbyhumans.com slash shop slash girls on games. Maybe you'd like to give us a tip, maybe buy us a coffee. You can do that by going to our Kofi, that's ko-fi.com slash girls on games. So alluding to why Catherine's uh, arm is hurting, uh, you got another tattoo. I did. I finally booked a session. Uh, I had given, I had shared this artist with you. Yes. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast, but her name is Salem Tattoo. Um, and she's really good and she does really nice swords. And I wanted a sword because I'm a D&D fantasy nerd stuff. And so she's made a sword with blueberries. Love it. They're beautiful. And blueberry blossoms. That's hard to say. Blueberry blossoms. See yeah. that 10 times fast. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's going to be a nice companion to my strawberries. Um, mm-hmm. Just have to do it in two sessions because apparently my skin is very tough and is hard to tattoo. And uh, after three hours, we were only halfway done. So I got to go for... A second uh, little session there, but uh, yeah, I'm really happy with it so far. Nice. Do anything else exciting over this weekend or this week? Oh, yeah, I did so much, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was supposed to go to the tattoo Friday afternoon, but she moved my appointment to Sunday. And Friday afternoon, we had a work barbecue, so I went to that. Um, And that was fun, hang out with people from work. And then... Saturday, I went to hang out with my friend Uva, and Sunday, I went to get tattooed, and today, I had a very, very, very productive day at work, so I feel like tomorrow, I feel like tomorrow, I'm going to crash. <laughs> I think, very, I think tomorrow, very busy weekend. I'm going to stare vapidly at the screen, at, my, at the screen, <laughs> yeah. just like at my Jira's, at, at my design. I, I have to put together a presentation tomorrow, so I'm probably just going to take like... 
be in PowerPoint all day just being like, why does not make Why do my sentences do not make sense? Well, also, I find sometimes in PowerPoint, I get like, like I, I want to do work like I am in Photoshop, <laughs> and I oh. and I can't remember where like all the the spots are, the features and the tools and the shortcuts and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, oh, I want this to be like Photoshop, yeah. but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, the the keyboard shortcut they go by themselves and then yeah. PowerPoint's like what the fuck does this do exactly <laughs> exactly Joelle congratulations on your first day at work the new job thank huh? you yes mm. yes I yes well I, and I now I have to I was pretty much all work from home since like 2019 mm-hmm. um so even like pre from before times um and now i do have to go in three times a week like they're pretty firm on that i'm it's flexible on like when and they're flexible on like you know if i if i need to stay at home for something like that's fine um but i do have to go in so yeah just like getting used to like i was like oh yeah i have to get up and get ready and commute and just like okay like this is the time i have to leave (laughs) so um so yeah it was it was good and uh, not too many people were actually in the office on Monday. Most people are Tuesday through Thursday in office, folks. So, um, they w- which was kind of nice because I could like get my cube like sort of set up, like get stuff unboxed, get stuff uh, where I want them to be, have like the general uh, overview of meetings and some HR stuff, and get all that out of the way. So tomorrow I can kind of get and start to get into the um role of like meeting people in person and having some you know informational meetings and things like that so yeah so it'll be it'll be a big shift um I uh have a lot to learn and I think I think it'll be good but it was yeah it was just like a lot and it'll be a lot to get used to (laughs) for a little while I think but no, I get that starting something fresh like that. And, you, you know, like you're, you're so used to the regular and now everything yeah. is brand new. Absolutely everything. So uh, yeah. give yourself time and, uh, you know, take it. Don't don't stress yourself out over it. Yeah, I'll try not to. I, I was a little, I will say, there would be some days where it's just like I need to do something else for like over lunch. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't go take a walk, like I would just go to my couch which was like three feet away mm-hmm. and play like a game for like a few minutes and now i'm just like i'm gonna have to like hide in a conference room and do that if i want to do that <laughs> <laughs> on the three days you're in the office yeah 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 i'm like if i just need like a little bit of a break um so yeah which i might do i might, I might be like i just need to like do something else so mm. they don't have like a kitchenette or anything that you can go hang out at or a communal like coffee zone yeah, they actually have a fairly large uh, cafe area with, like, these big windows. Oh, I will say my cubicle, they were so nice. They gave me a corner cubicle, and the cubicle is huge. And then I uh, I have a window. Like, nice. I have – I'm right next to the wall, and it's, like, half, half uh, wall windows. So I, like, can see all the way out into um, – there's a little bit of a parking lot and then, like, across the street. But it's all very, um, like, wooded. So, yeah, yeah it, is, it is really nice that I can, like – I get all this natural light. So that made me really happy because I was like, oh, I don't want to go in and, like, <clears throat> sit in a cube farm. Because right now in my desk I have a window right in front of me. So, yeah. 
I was like, oh, someone was thinking that if I'm going to be in the office, I get a window. So I was pretty happy about that. Nice. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, like, with the open office and we're getting like a return to office policy as well mm-hmm. after 40%, so two days a week. And I'm just like, I wish, I wish we had cubicles. Oh, oh. yeah, because you got the open office style. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It's like, even on days, like right now, we don't get like full attendance ever. Mm-hmm. And it gets loud and annoying and busy. And I'm like, on Thursdays, I can't work. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially yeah. when you have to do like the detailed stuff, and yeah, yes. that's why I'm glad oh. I got Mondays and Fridays from home to do those things. Um, I've, I've been like all summer. I've been planning around Thursday being a sinkhole productivity sinkhole, oh, and yeah. now that it's going to be like for us, Thursday is going to be the the day, Z mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, because they're letting us choose the second day, but the they want us in on Thursday and they're going to make it a point to organize like team meetings and round tables and workshops. Oh, so okay. They, well, they oh. basically they told then. us like come in on Thursday, talk to people all day, leave. Oh, mm. so they're like, we're going to, we're going to make this day yeah. like for social and collaborative work. Not yeah. like it's not your day to come in and. Yeah. Be. So I don't, I'm not going to even try to work because we're <laughs> in an open office and where we are, it's near where there's like the sky bridge in between the two buildings and everybody walks by my area to go to the one coffee shop. Oh, mm. and I'm just like, yeah. Oh my no, gosh. I'm not working yeah. on Thursdays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, unless it's like, Hey, you broke the build. I'll just revert and walk away. I won't actually fix it. <laughs> I'll go home and fix it. <laughs> I'll do this from home. Do yeah. this from home. Yeah. I'm lucky I have an office and That's I have a nice. window, but it doesn't look out until like there's then the cubicle area that my team mostly says in small cubicle area. And then there's the window to outside. So I do oh, okay. get like light in there, but yeah. it's not the same. Uh, um, see, at least yeah. you have a little contained area because you're always in meetings. So you don't bother people outside. Yeah. The problem is, is you guys know my voice is really loud. It carries. <laughs> so if I'm in there, I'm interrupting people because these walls are just put up so that the, like there's no like, Oh, there's no soundproofing. Uh, th- sound? There's no soundproofing. Yeah. No, yeah. not at all. You yeah. know, like, and I try my best, but like my team and I, we can get boisterous. Well, that's what I'm concerned about because like I haven't had to do like office etiquette, you know, like mm. in a hot minute. And I'm also not quiet. Like I, I, I try to be quiet and my quiet is still loud. So mm. I, <laughs> I'm just like. You feel my pain. I just, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, now, and then also if no one's around me, then I feel like no one's around me, then I'm just at my normal level, and I'm mm-hmm. just like, I don't know, we'll see how this goes, but I'm just gonna uh, have to remind my, myself. <laughs> my boss, I love her, but she is loud and annoying, and mm. if, yeah. some, if there's a reason maybe that they cancel the return to office policy, it's gonna be her. Um, <laughs> but, like, she's the life of the party, right? Um, and one of the reasons she works a lot from home is she's always on calls. She's always like, yeah, laughing and whatnot. So, and she knows that she's loud. Yeah. So yeah. when she comes in on Thursday, it's like it's an event. Um, yeah. At one point, like we were actually like sitting and getting like a bit of work done, and yeah. she comes into her area and just says, "All right, I'm gonna check to make sure you guys are working." And she just does this, and she just like puts her head like in between us and our screen, and she's like. Yeah, that's good. And she goes from one, <laughs> just like a teacher. 
Yeah. Yeah. But like as a joke, because she, yeah. she knows she doesn't give a shit. She was just doing it because she was bored, basically. Yeah. Or she felt she hadn't talked to us all day because she was like running around. And so when she comes back, she's like, so are you guys working? And she pokes and prods at her thing. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? This is hilarious. I love you. <laughs> but another reason why on Thursday I ain't getting shit done. Yeah, yeah there you that's go. right. Yeah. Uh, I took an adventure for the first time ever. Now, I have to say first time ever with an asterisk because I don't know if my mom ever brought me when I was a young child. But uh, Mike and I went to the Canadian National Exhibition, a.k.a. the CNE, here in Toronto yesterday. And Kat and Joelle, it is like a foodie's heaven. Is it? <laughs> when you mentioned it, I went on their website to the food section. and Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. So I have a journey in food that I need to take you both through. Oh, okay. okay. I'm ready. Because, yeah, like I, I've always heard about the CNE and the food stuff. And last year I didn't get a chance to go. And like to give you an idea, and I didn't go crazy over the top with this, but like last year, the thing everybody was talking about was ice cream, but it was flavored like ketchup oh. or mustard. Oh. Mm-mm, 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 yeah. Mm-mm. There's been rainbow grilled cheese sandwiches. Anything okay. you can think of deep fried. And now mind you, it's not just for food, okay? The CNE also has like rides and fair stuff and there's like a, a, a arts and crafts alley and like another like I guess kind of like flea markety kind of area. We didn't really go in there. There's a little casino, there's like uh, music, concert acts, and all this kind of stuff. It was also somehow affiliated with a exposition on Pink Floyd's The Wall that was happening down there. There's okay. also like a spot where you can go see farm animals. And yes, I did go in there and I saw a poor cow who had another cow poop on its head. And it was very funny, so I had to take a picture. <laughs> it was just a swat of poop right on his head. <laughs> but... The real reason I really wanted to go, because like this, it's packed, guys, absolutely packed. The number of people down there, even on a, on a Sunday evening, was for the food. So I want to take you through the food that we ate, and uh, it was myself and Michael and our buddy John and one of Mike's colleagues from work, work Holly, and so we went on a journey in food. The very first thing that I ate was a watermelon hamburger. Oh. And it's exactly what you think. Two pieces of watermelon with a meat patty in the middle. No with way. feta cheese and lettuce and drizzled with balsamic vinaigrette and sesame seeds. Actually, and that sounds dope because I've had watermelon salad before. Yeah. And watermelon and feta? Yeah. Fucking slaps. Oh my God. Watermelon salads. Like, I love them. But like this, the problem, I love this. The problem was eating it. Because you, well, the reason why a bun works is because it's squishy. Well, you put your hands on it, you can hold it all together. And it soaks Wa- up the juices. <laughs> Watermelon is the opposite. Ugh. It's dripping in juice and it's hard. So Ugh. I tried my best to eat a oh piece goodness. of it, but it just, the oh. inside starts to slide out. But Ew. then I just ate it deconstructed with my hands and that was fun. Uh, yeah. I don't like watermelon at all. No? No. no I love it. So that sounds like. I just want the I just want the stuff out in the in the watermelon. The rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The next thing we tried were apple fries. 
So essentially, Mm. apples cut up in the shape of fries, and they were done up with like cinnamon sugar that tasted like an apple pie. And then the whipped cream was like a vanilla whip. Oh. So that was really good. Oh my gosh. Now you're now you're speaking my language, lady. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing we tried, which was Michael's choice. He wanted this one. It's a potato that is cut in a spiral and stuck on a stick and pulled right apart so it looks like a big ring and then deep fried. Oh. So it's kind of like potato chips. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. I've, I've had something similar. Yeah, oh, I've had so, that. That slaps. <laughs> so, oh, and then they had spices to put on it, like uh. different flavorings. You put the vinegar on it and all sticks well. So we had that along with a few, uh, a few, uh, drinks. And then we walked around for a bit and explored. Um, but another thing that was being talked about, uh, at the CNE this year was cotton candy. Hmm. But this cotton candy is flavored like dill pickles. Oh. John bought it. We tried it. And I'm not a big fan of dill pickles. Okay. But considering that, it was not half bad. If you like dill, you would have been into it. Like, it's not like it had a terrible aftertaste or anything like that. It was actually pretty good. (laughs) Considering I'm not a fan of dill pickles. Yeah, man, I'm gonna need a cigarette after you're done. Yeah, like, oh, man. explaining the and, rest and of these. I'm still going, oh, and God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you do not like watermelon, Joelle. Uh-oh. But then the next one I had was watermelon ice cream in a watermelon. <laughs> Catherine, look at this. <laughs> wow, <That's> amazing. <laughs> That looks really oh, good. good. I mean, it looks good. good. Like, it, I just know I wouldn't like it, but it looks good. They also had, like, um, the charcoal ice cream there, too. You know, the the with the charcoal cones and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they also had, and this was a hard toss-up. I really didn't know which direction to go, but I figured it'd be harder to get watermelon ice cream than to get the other thing. Yeah. The other thing was ice cream, but in a croissant as a cone. Oh, <laughs> shit. Which sounds dynamite. Yeah, but I was does. like, you know what? It's going to be harder for me. Like, I'd regret it not doing the watermelon, even though I already had watermelon. So yeah. I had watermelon twice. Yeah. Yeah. Well. And then the last thing we had is Tiny Tom's Donuts, which essentially are those donuts that you make, that they make right in front of you. The mm-hmm. really, really tiny ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you see them made and they're hot. And then you choose what, you know, stuff you want on it. Mm-hmm. And they do it right then and there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we ate a lot of food. Um, there are things that I did not try, including the ice cream that is flavored by like sweet corn and the ice cream that is flavored like cheeseburger that comes with a pickle in it because everybody said that was bad and no offense no just no no. wow okay (laughs) just no there was also like poutine pizza and like a deep fried pizza and like a whole bunch of other wackadoodle things and of course your normal fair food like street corn and turkey legs and hamburgers and french fries and corn dogs and like so many other things there was like a corn dog thing that had like peanut butter and something else in it yeah, I was like, I, I can only take so much. Well, yeah, oh yeah. It sounds like the Minnesota State Fair, and, like, it's just a vacation from reason. And yes. so you're like, yes. none of this will make sense, and my body will suffer, but my taste buds will be thrilled. Oh, my God. Yeah, just the fact that, like, like we'd all, like, pick something, and we'd taste a little bit of it. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you got, you got your money's worth because you got to yeah. try everything. But, like, yeah. like the burger... 
the watermelon burger was 20 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, okay. it's at a fair. <laughs> like, yeah, what are you yeah, saying, yeah. right? Yeah. But then in the art gallery, I came across this geeky store and made my very first holiday purchase of the year. Ooh. Kat, you will be appreciative of this. It is an ornament for my tree, but it's Bob Ross. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's cool. I love it. <laughs> and it's like an official one because it's got like a tag on it. So yeah, I've got a Bob Ross with his wonderful afro and a huge paintbrush that is rainbow colored. And that is the first ornament for the 2023 tree. It's going to be a very happy tree. Oh, it's going to be a beautiful, happy, calm yep, tree. Yes, definitely. Most tree. definitely. So, yeah, I have lots of pictures that I need to put up on my Instagram uh, uh, account. I just, we got home so late yesterday. I was too dead. And then, you know, just jumped right into work. And I was like, I can do that later. Plus, I didn't want to spoil the, the you know, recording the podcast and telling <laughs> you guys of my edible extravaganza oh, yesterday. Yeah, that was <laughs> fun. I, I, I would have to go like all weekend to just try all the food yeah. well actually good thing it lasts three weeks okay oh. <laughs> the zini is three weeks long it's nuts are you gonna and go it's back huge no because it ends this weekend and we're gonna be in montreal so uh oh. so yeah but trust me like six o'clock till like 10 on a sunday was long enough for me because when i first got there and all the people were there i was like OMG. And downtown was bopping this weekend because there was a baseball game and, and fan, fan expo. expo. Yeah. So like it was busy as heck. So uh so yeah, but it was fun. Would totally do it again next year. Um, okay. Uh let's see here now. Oh, community fantasy critic. We need to do what's going on because. I'm about we to have clean had house. A lot of games <laughs> release and things come up, and uh, Ooh, her skin is of- her skin is impenetrable, and so is her <laughs> fantasy critic game. Because uh, <laughs> I'm that. on the top because my next two releases are Sea of Stars and Starfield. God, God. So, <laughs> so speaking of that. Right now, Kat is on the top of the charts. Joelle is in second place. I am in third. And Simon is in fourth. Things have not changed. Uh, But the key points here is that today, the Sea of Stars uh, review came out. Mm -hmm. And it got a, right now, is holding at a 90. So that means 20 points i want to say is it is that how it works because everything because uh or yeah no, i think so because 85 was 15 oh it's 30 points yeah is it? well 30 points i think it'll be in the i think it'll be in the 30s i could be wrong because yeah legend of zelda tears of the kingdom got a critic 96 and has 31 points Baldur's gate 3 is a critic 96 and has 31 points so i think it i think it'll be in the 20s if it got 90 yeah yeah you're right because my resident evil my resident evil 4 remake got 92 on critic and then i got 24 points for that so yeah yeah okay so i think you're in there yeah, so uh, Kat's definitely going to clean up there. Mm-hmm. And we're like you mentioned, you have, uh, yeah, do you have Starfield on here? Yes, you do. Sure so, does. so, <laughs> yeah, hauling in the points. Yeah. Um, I still need to pick up games. Joelle, you still need to pick up games. So mm-hmm. I 
Yes, we best get at that, I eh? Know. I know. <laughs> I, got, I got two games that I'm not sure are going to come out. I got mm-hmm. Hades 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, I think Talos Principle 2. That'll come doesn't out. have an official one, but it should be this year. But, yeah, I might have to drop Hades 2 if they don't come out with a date. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I imagine if it's going to come out this year, you're going to hear about it soon. Why do I feel like they had already said they weren't? Maybe oh, not. I oh, might be crazy. Yeah. I, oh, I should drop Metroid, Metroid Prime 4. I don't mm, I don't think yeah, that's... Yeah, that's definitely not coming. That's not coming out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. Interesting. On Simon's side... Next to Dragon Age Deadwolf, there's an icon that says delay in contention. Yeah. There are very credible reports that this game has been delayed and therefore will not release this year. Yep. Oh, so he could drop it. The game is still counted as a will-release game for drop purposes, but it cannot be counterpicked. Just like a will-not-release game oh. cannot be counterpicked. Boo! But it was already counterpicked. I did it. Boo! How long ago did you do it? Like a long time ago, because I heard, I saw the rumor, and I dug into it a little bit, and I was like, I bet this is true. So then I counterpicked it right away. Yeah. And then, oh, this is uh. this is rude. What do you mean delay in contention? Yeah, that's a new rule. Who puts new rules come, in here at the eleventh hour? Uh, yeah. Well, that means uh. that means that Simon can drop a counterpick game and maybe yeah. save. Save yeah, some studio. save some points. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't surprise me that it's not coming out. But yeah, I heard that rumor, I think, like, what are we in August? I think I heard it in like June, June, July. Like, it, it was a little while ago. So, yeah. They, uh, they have the same thing on the community, uh, one, two. So, uh, who is this here? Simon has a counterpicked. Um, and Phoenix has it on his list. Mm. So I guess he has the opportunity here to get rid of that if he wants to. Um, the standings haven't changed a whole lot. Pat in first, Phoenix in second, Joel in third, Darth in fourth, Albant in fifth, me in sixth, Simon in seventh, and Tim in eighth. Uh, who had... Just trying to see here now. Critic points. Okay, so there's a bunch of games that must have released too. So Sea of Stars is on Albane, so he's got the potential 90 point uh, critic thing, so points are coming. And then Simon had the Outlast Trials, which got 70. So if that comes through, that's, a, I guess, even zero. So no points won or lost. Um, see if anybody else got anything noted here. No, I think that's about it. Some games are locked. Some games will not release. Yeah, Tim's got two that he could drop uh, as will not released. So That's where we kind of sit right now. And then I have Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. I could essentially... I don't know if I can get rid of it. I probably can't because it's counterpicked, therefore I get zero points. I guess I don't understand, though, because like I have Elden Ring, Shadow of the Erdtree... And mm-hmm. that might not come out, but I can't drop it because it's locked. So I don't under- yeah. I don't understand how they could drop, um, how you can drop this other the other game. I don't how you I don't know. how can you not drop 
Dragon Age. Why does Dragon Age get a special? I mean, it is Dragon Age, so maybe they made. Maybe because it. it's not officially announced, it's not coming oh. out. It's just the rumor mill. Meanwhile, Plucky Squire, they came out straight out in a press conference and said that's coming next year. Yeah. Hmm. That must be the threshold. Hmm. And I'm sure everybody who's part of our league is yelling at us right now, telling us that we're doing it wrong and not understanding something, but that's okay. You guys hmm. can tell us in the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can join our Discord and learn about it for yourself. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Let's chat video games. Uh. Catherine, how goes Baldur's Gate 3? It's got its grips on me. Nice. Uh, I made it to Act Two finally, um, mm. and uh, I'm in a tough spot where I'm trying to save a cleric. I won't spoil it, but this fight is kicking my ass. Yeah, um, and I want to save everybody because I'm doing that kind of run right now where I'm trying to be the best hero there is, so that my mm. next run I can be evil. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. Uh no, it's. Still having a lot of fun. I didn't have a lot of time to play recently, so I'm sorry, Baldur's Gate. I'll come back, baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> we should, uh, before I get too deep into Baldur's Gate, we should do our Tears of the Kingdom spoiler cast or something. That's true. Oh. I still haven't finished. Yeah, oh, yeah. probably I gotta, should get that on the books. I got to finish it, too. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a project for you and I, though I don't know how I'm gonna do- gonna get it done. Considering, <laughs> yeah. no, I mean I am going away this weekend. I could bring my Switch with me and power through as much as I can, because um, it's not like I can play anything else. And Starfield is next week, so. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah the the end of the year is is filling up pretty pretty quickly. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Um, you are playing Armored Core Six. Y- yeah. Well, you know. Mistakes might have been made. Uh, Why? Because I was like, I've never played a FromSoft game, and uh. I was like, okay, like I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a mech that can like blow other shit up. Perfect. Like I want to try. Man, it's still a FromSoft game, and I am on the struggle bus. <laughs> the first boss. <laughs> So I don't know. <laughs> I've I I've come close to beating the helicopter so close. Like he had a little sliver of hope left and then he just snipes me. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm probably seriously like in my definitely on like my sixteenth kind of try. I, I'm trying. I'm looking up I'm trying, but I don't know. It's still just it, that's that company just not, not might not be my my jam. I just am not mm. back. I'm not as good from like I can't. If you would just have a difficulty setting, I could enjoy your game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if you just let me toggle it, I would be more than happy to continue blowing shit up because that's fun. Like I like it. It's fun. I'm just I'm having a I'm having a, I'm on the struggle bus. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like too like it's too bad like. Because you could use the the difficulty settings to teach yourself. Yes. And mm-hmm. then get good. Yes. But if it's too hard, that sucks. Yeah. And how are you supposed to learn? Because, like, there's no way for you to slow it down. Like, when you learn a dance move, when you learn piano, yeah. when you learn, you know, like, you take it slow. 
and you build up to the speed and the technicality and putting in the like, you know, the little things like emotion, giving more expression, all that kind of stuff. When you are expected to do that from the start, like, yeah. how can you? Yeah, it's it's just a little, it, it, I don't know. And like I said, I, I've tried doing the things that online, you know, helpful people have said to do. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't do it the same way. And this little fucker, he can go out of bounds. So like really? you're, the bad guy. Yes. Yeah, so like you, you're fighting the boss, and then he can zoom out of bounds on the map, and it's like that's not cool. <laughs> it's just like how dare you? And it's the first one, so I'm just like I don't know. And He's then you know, the rules. I'm just like man. So I don't know. I, I guess like a part of me is like if you're out there and you're like this looks cool, I should try it. It does look cool. It is fun. Like. The music is fun. The graphics are fun. I got it on a PS5. Like, it's amazing. But, like, I, if you're, if you're at a certain level of gaming and, like, if you, if From Software is going to be a challenge, then, like, I would maybe just wait to see, like, if it goes on sale or, like, if you can get a copy used or something just to check it out so you don't pay the full, the full price for it. Um, mm. I mean, I might, I might dip back in to keep trying, but I'm just, like... I can't, I can't get anywhere. <laughs> not, not God gamer. So I'm just like, well, all right, I don't know. But it is, it is fun. It's, it's fun. I, I wish I could continue on and maybe I'll get there. But um, it's. It's the same, same reason why I dropped Wulong. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I tried. I couldn't get past the first boss. Yeah. And I was like, there are too many other games that I want to play that will bring me so much more joy than torturing myself. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mind, like, a challenge, but, like, when you feel like you're really not getting anywhere after, mm. you know, like, ten attempts, you're just like, mm-hmm. all right, I now I just feel bad about myself. <laughs> mm. So, uh, like I said, may, I'll, I'll keep working it. I'll keep, because even when I was playing Returnal, I had better luck on Returnal than I yeah. did than I did this, so... It just yeah, until maybe just until they do difficulty settings, which they won't. But I'm just like, more people would enjoy your game if you if you just made a, a few little toggles, man. But mm. truth, truth, truth. Yep. Uh, there's a game that's on Game Pass that's in early access that I decide to give a spin this weekend. It's called The Wandering Village, um, and it is essentially like a city builder management sim, you know, keeping your colony alive. But their twist is that you have to do this on the back of a giant creature called Onbu, who's moving throughout different biomes. And as he does so, you can find things that are a benefit to you and a disadvantage. The biomes can be temperature changing as well. So if it gets too hot, you better have a lot of water already to go for yourself. Um, It is, yeah, it's in preview, AKA early access. And uh, it is the most recent uh, version with the update called the Ocean Update. So I haven't really encountered uh, walking through an ocean biome quite yet, but that's something that, that I'm going to be coming to. It originally came out in Steam Early Access on September 14th of 2022, and then Xbox Game Preview on July 20th of 2023. So it's quite interesting. It's like a mix of 3D and 2D 
um, illustration, and you have essentially three different viewpoints. You can view real tight in so that you're managing mm-hmm. your little village mm-hmm. and what they're doing and you know, getting them farming and collecting water and cleaning up the the poison things that like pop up and whatever else. Then you zoom out one level and you can see Anbu and you can also control Anbu. So you got to oh. get him to trust you. So you feed him, you cure him of poison, you tell him to rest, you tell him when to speed through like the, the desert and things like that. So you have to build up items so that you can like coax him to do stuff and change directions. Cause there's different spots, different ways you can go on the map. And then the third most view is the map. So you can kind of see what biomes are upcoming, where there are decision points and try and convince the giant dinosaur creature, uh, what path to take. But there's also a expedition, a kind of mechanic to it where there are different nodes across the map. You can build structures that would have on, on the, uh, on the creature in your village that essentially are like your expedition parties and two people will go out and, uh, try to find things and you tell them which nodes to go to and you can find anything from like more, um, member more villagers to kind of add to your group or maybe uh different resources minerals iron things like that or uh knowledge points so they went out to a shrine and learned something and some of the mechanics of like as you progress are locked behind these uh knowledge points hmm. so yeah it's it's a different kind of spin on a minute on a like a city village survivalment builder sort of thing um that so far I'm really enjoying. Uh, the first session I played through was totally just discovery, trying to figure out what was going on, um, how this all worked. And now I started a new one where I'm being systematic and more, you know, I, I know things now, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to mess around too much um, yeah. and try and get through the uh, the full kind of progression. But one thing that's different too is like, and I don't know if this is coming because obviously this is an early access slash game preview right now, is that your villagers can die off from poison or get killed if they go on expeditions. Oh. But you don't... They, I, I have an encounter yet where they grow old and die from old age or you have, you're born, you're, like you can procreate or anything. I've only encountered getting new villagers by either crossing them in the path that we go through or going out on an expedition and finding some people who need saving. Hmm. So... Pretty, pretty interesting game so far. Very beautiful um, and works very well for this type of game with a controller. Because um, oftentimes when you play these kind of management simulate games, you like to you know, have a mouse keyboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I am really liking it. So that sounds wanna, really good. It does. Joel, maybe you should give it a spin to like yeah. free your mind from the armor armored core chaos yeah i almost i saw that and i was like "Ooh, i want to play that and i'm like but i want to try armored core first so i yeah that's what that was the story that's what happened i chose wrong (laughs) that's what happened chose wrong wrong. you need to go and play with anbu this creature that is cute and walks along and when he poops you can harvest his poop and turn it into different items to help you be it with farming or defending against poison now yeah. his poo i mean he's a rather large creature because you're you're farming on his on his yeah. back so like on how back. do you get his poo you built i have not built the thing yet to be able to do that but you strategically oh. need to put it near his tail 
Yeah. And if you want to build the horn to tell him where to go, you have to put it near his head. Oh. So you need to think about how your map is built. And also, too, like, there are areas with, like, mud and areas with grass. And you can only garden on grass areas. But you can grow um, mushrooms and stuff, which you can eat. But you can also feed Anbu with them to, like, get to build up his trust. You can only do those on the dirt. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's, you know, strategy stuff. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yeah, how, how accurate is the scale of the poo? That's the... I, I haven't I haven't seen it yet, so we'll have to wait and see. Right. I mean, I get the notification saying he has pooped, but I haven't uh, uh, been able to harvest said poop yet. It's not like a Slime Rancher where their poop is all sparkly plorts. But yeah, that's a lot of poop talk for today. Um, <laughs> let's talk about the news and hopefully no poop and fluff. <laughs> I'll find a way. <laughs> we will find a way. All right, let's get into that after this break. All right, and we're back with the news of the week. Gamescom just happened, and a bunch of different things got announced, and we got to see some more of games we, you know, are waiting to get our hands on this year or in the near future. And uh, yeah, Catherine, what are the highlights that uh, spoke to you? Uh, from Gamescom, honestly, it was a bit underwhelming this year. Uh but the the Starfield live action trailer was fun, and then um, what's his face again from Todd? Thank you, Todd Howard. Todd, Todd. look yeah. at his little spiel of Starfield is yeah. going to be great. That game is going to be the next Skyrim. They're going to port that game yeah. to every platform and console for the next ten years. We'll never see it. Will never die. Yeah, the Apple headset is going to get it. I'm sure. I can't wait to play Starfield on uh, my Pixel Watch. I can't wait to play it on a refrigerator. Uh, there was some, except not PlayStation, right? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> everything but PlayStation. Everything but, but PlayStation. PlayStation. <laughs> the console wars, uh, guys. It's foolish console speaking wars. Of the nonsense. console wars. There were some Call of Duty. Uh, oh, yeah, they showed, yeah. They showed yeah. the Modern Warfare three trailer or first level. Anyway. Guns, boom, boom. Uh, it looks great, though. Like, it, it looks does. it looks amazing. And I know that from the chattering I've heard, the Call of Duty fans are pumped. So. That is good. It does, it does look beautiful. It does. Me and gun games, we don't get along. Um, Alan Wake 2. That shit looks mm-hmm. fucked up. Yeah, too. Like, now I'm on the fence of playing it. I was like, oh, it's horror horror. It's not like Control, where it was like, yeah, you know, a bit of anxiety, a bit of spoop, but it's not really a horror game. But this one, mm. I love the mix of live action and video game, though. Remedy always does that, like, mm. so good. Did you play the first one, Kat? No, I played Control, though. Control was okay. my first game in that universe. Okay. I wonder if I should look into playing the first one. I'm sure you could probably get it fairly cheap now. Yeah. Or if it's not, like, on a Game Pass or something it's like that. It's backward compatible yeah. on Xbox. I remember that. Oh, that's good. Um, other than that, Mortal Kombat 1 and Tekken 8, they had story trailers, but they're fighting games. Who cares about the story? Uh, but Tekken- I'm excited to see more, more Mortal. Or get to play Mortal Kombat yeah. One. No one needs to sell me anymore on that game. No, no, <laughs> like they're all you like, don't. Hey, we're making Mortal Kombat. I'm like, as long as we're breaking spines, we're there. You don't need to sell us yeah. on yes. the story. Yeah, can we yes. can we rip out your throat and say mm-hmm. finish her? Perfect. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, Tekken 8 officially releases on January 26th. Or ah, or- so there we go. There's an answer to some of our stuff in the in the uh, yeah. community group. So I think Tekken 8 had a had a notification next to it that it was getting pushed. So Yeah, that one is pushed to 2024. 20, uh, we got another official gameplay trailer from for Assassin's Creed Mirage. That one is coming soon, October 5th, 2023. Uh, yeah, another one I don't need to be sold on. <laughs> like you forgot, you had me as soon as you said Assassin's Creed. So, <laughs> also shout out for making an entire trailer in Arabic. Like, oh really? Is it in Arabic? I'm gonna have to go watch it now. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like, cool. Video game developers at large, if you make a game in a certain culture, don't be afraid. Like, yeah, you'll make the game in English and you'll localize it to like whatever like five to fifteen languages that you localize. But these like trailers and story where you want to immerse like into the culture and the mystery and the, that fantasy and do it in the language subtitles mm. exist fuck the angry gamers that need everything to be in english please well but like also i'm sorry but aren't almost all games like subtitled yes it's just like oh you mean for accessibility features yeah, yeah. well i'm just saying that a lot of times that it's default where the subtitles are just on yeah, yeah, no, like, but I mean yeah. for trailers, you know, like yeah, trailers are yeah. Our years watching anime prepared us for this. Yeah, yeah, like it's true. like seriously, the games will be in the language you want with the subtitles and the accessibility you need. Like that's, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like pieces, like reveal pieces like this. Yeah, more, more of this to get you in the atmosphere. Yeah, it works. Yeah. I do think that there there is something to be said about having an English voice track for those folks that are hard of seeing. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, you know, to have that as like a secondary piece, but have the main the main focus to give you the full round uh, uh, cultural experience of having both the language and the look and the setting and everything mushed in together is. And- chef's kiss this is ign and they use their own players but like when you put things on youtube or other sites and you do your own subtitling with the it's an actual like text file that you upload yes those things are one seo friendly but they're scrapable mm-hmm. which means that these subtitles can be read by screen mm-hmm. readers True. so y- you can make um assisted assisted trailers for visually impaired you should be making Perfect. that instead of worrying. Anyway, instead of worrying that I made a trailer in Arabic, some people that are visually impaired won't have, be able because of the language. I'm like, how are you not making a trailer for them? Yeah, just put the subtitles, the the right files in there so it can be yeah. used but, properly. Like they made like descriptive trailer for that reason. Yeah. Exactly, and then you localize them. Anyway, uh, you're a big studio, so you have a lot of money. You do it. Uh, second. Cyberpunk 27 2077 getting a big overhaul. Uh there's going to be a free update. It's Cyberpunk 2.0. Uh and it's got like a lot of uh balancing stability. So and um they teased more of the Phantom Liberty DLC. I think like for those of us that skipped over Cyberpunk, now might be the time to kind of play it. The only thing that ticks me off is that 
Oh, it says no matter if they purchase the Phantom Liberty DLC, uh, you will get everybody's going to get the 2.0 update. Yeah, the okay. base game is so getting what I updated. would probably yeah. yeah. So what yeah. I would do then is I would go through, update the base game, play that through, and if I feel like it, move forward. But we'll see. There's so many games to There's play. So many games I had to a play. slot fit to play this game, and I attempted to. It was fucked. And alas. Yeah, and then uh, Sonic Superstar releases October 17, 2023. Uh, there's a Sonic Frontiers update coming this year. Uh, Quantic Dream announced Dustborn. So that's their next game. It looks like a um, narrative-based game, uh, but with a, 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 a supernatural twist to it. I highly encourage people to watch the trailer because I don't know how to describe it. Like it looks like you're you're you have a superpower and your word if you say something your words take become reality. Yeah, I thought it I thought it looked interesting. Like I thought it was something that I'd want to yeah, put on my calendar. Yeah. Uh, thank goodness you're here is from the studio behind Untitled Goose Game. I have no <laughs> idea what ha- is happening in this game. I want to play it. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> it's fucked up. So when we were this, when we were in the CNE, there were there was like a goose exhibition thing, and it was like goose on the loose, and they had different artists do up these geese. They were like statues, oh. like yeah, sort of thing. But it I, when I saw Goose on the Loose, I took a picture of it because like I was just like this is like Untitled Goose Game, <laughs> <laughs> which is a Goose on the Loose, which is a gem, which is like I think video games peaked at Untitled Goose Game. <laughs> um, and after that, there's like there's uh, Little Nightmares Three that was announced with a trailer and like co-op. Uh, this is a nice like cute game. Um, Happy they're still making those, but uh, the rest after that is just a bunch of games I've never heard about. Um, well, except Marvel Snap coming to Steam, but like Black Myth Wukong looks interesting. Um, for those who aren't familiar with Wukong, uh, Wukong is the Monkey King. It's a epic tale, a myth that is very popular part of like the Chinese mythos. Um, and if I remember correctly, Dragon Ball is loosely based because oh. he's a monkey. He's a monkey man that travels on a cloud. And Dragon Ball has a lot of that, um, but it looked interesting. Like I, I love stuff that's based off of, you know, myths and fantasies and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. you don't see a lot of like in Western, like, making its way to Western media stories yeah. like Wukong. Yeah, Dragon Ball was originally inspired by the classic 16th century Chinese novel Journey to the West, combined with the elements of Hong Kong martial arts films. Yeah, Journey to the West, that's the that's the story where with the Monkey King. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that one... Sun Wukong, also known as the Monkey King. There you go. Yep. King, yeah. Straight up. So, uh, I'll have to see if it's like a um souls like experience if it's not i'm gonna <laughs> i'm not gonna make the same mistake joelle did with armored core <laughs> yeah learn <laughs> learn from my from my sadness yeah then there's warhaven which is like a medieval fighter that looks 
I don't know. The trailer kind of make it seem like there's not a lot going on, but who knows? It didn't show much. But it's coming out September 21st, 2023. That's weird. A month away? Yeah, and I've never heard of it. But IGN's like, yo, we've tried it before, and here's what we thought of it. I'm like, okay, I never heard of it. Um, yeah, after that, like, the rest, I'm just like, what are all of these? I'm not sure I'm interested. And then somewhere at the end, there's, like, Age of Empire and Killing Floor. The Crew Motor Fest. It's just, it's a lot. And some of it, I'm just like, I'm not sure where are you coming from and who you're for. Like Delta Force, there was a lot. There was a lot that was yeah, yeah that it's was announced. a lot. Killing Floor Three, because yeah. um, uh, you gotta have a third game. <laughs> I mean, it's like, but it looks. I mean, it, to me, it looks disgusting, like in the best way possible. So I think fans of the franchise will will love it. Um, and yeah, the the Motor Fest. <laughs> <laughs> a game about uh, traversing different landscapes yeah. um, in a car, and like I didn't quite—I was—I was naive to this uh, genre, and then I saw it, and I was like, "Wow, I know quite a few people that would really enjoy playing a game like this." So it's a driving sim game. <laughs> yeah, the crew crew is my driving sim game, and the crew motorfest is basically they went off road. Yeah. If I remember correctly, crew is like stupid fun. It's like Forza Horizon. Just grab car and go. Yeah. Yeah. That's the closest thing I can find to it. There's this other one that's actually at the very bottom of the article that I'm intrigued by. It's called Ara History Untold. Um, let me let me find it. That looks kind of neat. I am curious. Oh, it's a city yeah, builder? Build a nation. Yeah, build a nation and lead your people through the history to the pinnacles of human achievement as you explore new lands, develop arts and culture, conduct diplomacy, and go head-to-head with your rivals to, prov- to prove that you are the greatest ruler ever. No! Oh, it's your world now! <laughs> <laughs> it says that in all kinds of, in like uppercase. <laughs> it's your world now. It, it, it's a Sith clone. Yeah. Oh, and there was a new trailer for Warhammer Age of Sigmar. Um, I know a lot of like the nerds are, are excited for this one. They're probably as excited for this Warhammer game as I was for Baldur's Gate. <laughs> I'm not as deep into the Warhammer and that lore, but it's like, I know it's great. I know it's good. And I'm pretty sure this game is going to slap. But it's like, at this point, I'm almost afraid to ask to start learning about Warhammer. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's been around for a long time, and like, there's obviously like there's the video game side of it, but then there's also the like tabletop, tabletop, tabletop it, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's why like I lean towards the D and D games because I played D and D Warhammer. I'm like, I'm not sure I can learn this, but if they do a better job of onboarding and teaching you the system than Baldur's Gate, then maybe I'll give it a try. Yeah, that was it. Um, I didn't watch the show live. Apparently, Jeff got the memo and he had more women on stage this year compared to last year where there was <laughs> none. Um, so I don't know if it... Did you guys watch it? Was the was it better? Was it more entertaining? I just got like... I didn't watch it. It's in the... It, this one was really like in the middle of the day. Yeah, because yeah. it's in I Germany. Yeah, yeah, and then Twitter... Like, there was nothing that 
Like, there's no real farm sim or anything that, like, would suck me in, like, so on online. So, no, I didn't even get a chance to, like, take a gander at it. So, Kat, you're bringing me the news today. <laughs> I, I, I I just found an article that had, like, trailer after trailer after trailer after trailer. And I was like, and it's like, they really front-loaded with a lot of the announcement. Because, yes. like I said, as I got toward the bottom of the page, I'm like, what are these games? And then at the end, it's just, like, Warhammer and something else. Uh, and yeah. I'm just like, the okay. The thing is, is we're, we're so deep in this year now that, like, the games that I want and know I'm going to play, I don't necessarily want to know more. I don't need to know more. Hmm. I'm going to play them. Starfield, I'm going to play them. Assassin's Creed Mirage, I'm going to play it. The games that were announced, for the most part, I'm not super interested in because they weren't really speaking to the types of games that I like to play. And that's perfectly fine. But yeah, it's not every every one of these uh, set you know, presentations are for everybody. Right? Do you? I watched. I watched uh, a bit of the uh, section live, and it was on some level it was kind of nice just to have it on as I was working because mm. it wasn't like as jam packed. You know, they they would like break and have different mm-hmm. segments, and like there was like a concentrated time that Jeff was on stage with guests. I mean, Zack Snyder came out, which was he was kind of, in my opinion, he was a little awkward. Okay. Um, I was like, oh. He was also is- there to announce a movie in the middle of a video game conference. Yeah. Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Thought, yep. I thought they were making a game based on the thing, but he was just there to reveal his movie trailer. And I'm like, yes. step away so we can see more Starfield. But you realize yeah. that's money, right? That was part of the money to pay for this. Thing, I, re- right? I realize yeah. it's all like, it's all money, but I'd rather learn about like these yeah. random games I've never heard about. Like, Mm-hmm. the journey to the west of the game i'm like that's like bringing me more value than snyder being like come see my new movie about war and with yeah nazi adjacent imagery and i'm like i'm good bro i don't well, even like and- war games i'm not gonna go see a war movie well and like he kind of tried to do this bit i think as he was going on stage like he was trying to go on stage like in slow-mo because of his ridiculous Snyder cut Justice League, which I saw. And I was like, half of this movie is in fucking slow-mo. Like, it was just, in my opinion, too <laughs> sure. much, too much. And, like, he kind of tried to, I, like, it looked like to me he was trying to do that. And then oh. he just took forever, though, to get up on the stage. So they had to cut to something else, like to audience members or whatever, and then get back to him. And, like, nobody thought it was funny. And it just was awkward. Like, I was like, this is weird. It makes me really uncomfortable. But then they had the Diablo 4 season two kind of highlight. And I thought that was kind of nice. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Um, and they had, like, the the actress um, that's voicing the main um, kind of um, – um, as a uh, companion for the season two. Like she talked about the game and her experience and um, like that was kind of neat. So I guess like it was nice to have on in the background, but like to me, I guess I wonder like, okay, if E3 is not happening anymore, like, like to Leah's point, this is so late in the year. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we're just kind of ready to play the games that are coming. So I wonder if it would be more in f- like fun to have it in that slot where E3 was and then you can have some, like, teasers or some, like, you know, fall announcements. And then you have the Game Awards. So, like, I don't know. To me, it's just... 
But they've been doing Gamescom for years. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Like, no. And then mm-hmm. Jeff's been signed up doing this. And now it's to the level it is because Jeff and then also because we don't have E3. Yeah. Um, it's basically Jeff, when, when E3 kind of like laughed in his face, he went to Gamescom and yeah. Yeah. them up because yeah. Gamescom was Europe's video game conference. It yeah. wasn't about the announcement or the hype or the thing. It was about having community, wasn't it? Wasn't it like? It, well, it's industry. It, mm. Oh, but you can go to Gamescom. Yeah, yeah. There's a community aspect, but it okay. like E3, it's still an industry event. Yes, yes. They okay. they like um, Phil Spencer was talking about like his schedule in an interview, and he's like, "Oh, it's like press day today," and he was like talking about this, and he's like, and "Then we have like developer like panels." So yeah, mm-hmm. it did. That's why I was just like, so we canceled E3, but then we have this. Um. So uh, yeah. Anyway, it just was like a. It, it was. But me- I don't think that canceling E3 was necessarily on the on the developers front. I think that was mismanagement. And oh yeah, yeah. the event being yeah. god awful. Yeah, the yeah, event. But like, I do think there's a place for events, and I mean, like mm-hmm. Tokyo Game Show still happens too. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. yeah. it, it's like it's it's not just about the announcement. It's also about the yeah the community and the industry event. And you know, it, if you don't have these events, like, are you going to meet? Other game devs that are from across the world, like sometimes to, to share this information and to exchange like that. So I think events like GDC and E3 and Gamescom and Tokyo Game Show are really important. I just wish they weren't so greedy and mismanaged and cutting corner on security and things like that. Um mm. Because there are horror stories at GDC. Yeah, did you hear about all the stuff that happened in that, too? Yeah. Where people came up on stage? Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah, during Gamescom, like, some guy that just yeah. ran out and be like, Oh, what did you say? Go fuck yourself, bud. Mm. Go home. Yeah. Nobody cares what you want. Yeah, yeah. but, like, audiences are getting weird. Because, like, they're throwing shit on stage. Oh, and, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you Don't get me started on audience- that. Audiences. So stupid. <laughs> oh, I triggered Leah. Like, you know, audiences are just, they're kind of just getting out of hand a bit. I don't know where people feel so entitled that, like, you're going and you're paying money to see somebody. Paying money to see an artist do what they do in front of all these people. And you think you're going to throw a cell phone at them? You think you're going to throw... Yeah toys at them if you're gonna do that stuff like i would be cardi b too and chuck my microphone oh, at somebody. oh yeah like oh yeah <laughs> like what the hell people are weird there's something in the air weird um this piece of news came out uh yesterday i don't know if it was tied to gamescom or not but uh elias tufexis is voicing a character in starfield yeah yeah he's uh playing sam co an excellent pilot and even better dad uh, having a strong sense of frontier justice, Sam believes that if helping someone means breaking the rules, so be it. <laughs> voiced by Elias Tufexis. So yeah, gonna know that voice as soon as he speaks. <laughs> yeah, honestly, he is unmistakable. Yeah, true. Um, speaking of Starfield, uh, a little bit of change came to Game Pass over the last little while. Uh, Joelle, you want to speak to that? Yeah, so I have pre-downloaded Starfield on Game Pass for PC. It is ready to go. So if you are not signed up for Game Pass, 
and you want to play Starfield, I would highly recommend that you just bite the bullet and pay for Game Pass because they are no longer offering any sort of like free month trial or reduced um, subscription fee trial. They got rid of that. Um, and according to Kotaku, it seemed as though it was a strategic decision based on the launch of Starfield, which would make a lot of sense. Um, so mm. before, yeah, you could um, do a trial period, and which I did when I first signed up for Game Pass. I did a trial period, and I was like, oh, yeah, this is 100% worth it, um, even for just for PC. And um, then it went to you could maybe try out the service for a dollar, uh, for a, mm -hmm. a few weeks and see if you liked it. But, um, you know, they we talked about they did that big uh, package re restructuring in mm -hmm. early August. And when they did that, they got rid of like the free uh, the free month. So mm. if uh, it's still going to be a good deal, you know, to get it, to have it on Game Pass. It's I mean, it's just huge. So. You have to have, I think it's 117 gigs that Starfield came to um, for my SSD. But uh, if you want to play it, you can still play it. But you're just going to have to pay something for it. It can't be free. So Yeah. And here's the thing, too. There isn't... So we know people in the review community are playing the game. Yes. There is an early access that starts on Friday, September 1st. Yes. In order to get that, you need to buy one of the Ultimate Editions. It is not the Game Pass version. Game Pass version gets you in on the 6th. When it releases? 6th, 5th, 6th, 5th. Uh, what day does it release? I don't remember. It doesn't say. I'm trying to look at it on Game Pass. Oh, I know. The it's not the article. The 5th. The 5th. The 5th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that is Tuesday yep. of next week. So uh, some folks will get in early on the first yep um if they have the early access which i'm i'm perfectly fine with i'm not gonna be around because i'm going to be in montreal um so yeah I, it's not like i can play anyway uh but then yeah when i come home on tuesday i want it ready to go yep but yeah and it, it's interesting because it has initial release date september 1st 2023 because it is essentially out in the wild at that point if you decided to pay for the the big the big spiffy version mm -hmm. 117 gigabytes holy fuck bud. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be on uh, console. That's where I'm going to go download it. Yeah, it says, so right now it's at 117. And then when I go onto the PC Game Pass uh, window, it says install size eventually is going to be 140. Oh. Wolf. Yeah. I can, like. She's a doozy. Yeah. It's a. How is that game going to run and fit on Series S? Holy shit. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, I, I guess a part of me wonders, like, they should release it in, like, a three-disc format like they have for Final Fantasies. <laughs> yeah. Because <sighs> it's, like... Yeah, it's a I, chonker. Because, like, like, at least on my Series X, I have, like, one terabyte. Like, I'm constantly deleting and you know, cycling through games because they're all, like, 100 gigs now. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the Series S has 512. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, you obviously had to prep. Like, you had to do some prep for this game. Like, you yeah. had to make sure that you 
I, I can like sort of barely play it, quote unquote, on the minimum settings based on my graphics card. Like my graphics card is kind of hitting now where it's like minimum. Um, so I'm going to have to update that soon. But I can still play it. So I did I did get it. So we'll see how it goes. But um, it uh, <laughs> it's so big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but what do we expect? Like yeah. they've been talking about how freaking huge this is right so um i'm ready for it like there was nothing like i i didn't think it was gonna be small no ever no like i'm ready like i'm gonna have to go like maybe that's what i'll do now in a few minutes once uh we're done recording and mike's done racing um let's go into the xbox and see what i can get out of there pre-download and get it ready to go Uh, but uh i mean yeah like i'm ready to do that but part of my strategy to play one game at a time is because I don't have that kind of storage, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's true, man. I mean, I'm the other game I'm playing is is besides like Wandering Village, is Zelda, and that's on a different console. Yeah, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and like thank thank God I'm playing Baldur's on on my PC because, and I got. A... Did you hear about the news about that? And and on uh, Xbox, it sounds like during Gamescom, that's one of the announcements is that yeah. they were able to figure out a compromise because Xbox has a rule that it needs to be playable on both yeah. consoles. So they're removing and, the uh, couch co-op for it to on Series S, so that it works. Oh, yeah. is that what so they're doing? Series S. Yeah, oh, that's a concession. Yeah, that's okay. which I think is a pretty solid concession. Yeah, I I don't I don't think it's a it's going to be a deal breaker. Mm-mm. For no. a lot of Series S owner, the fact that there's no couch co-op on console for this game, because like even like just this type of game as a couch co-op, I'm not seeing the ne- the same amount of fun as let's say like it takes two or um. I feel like it's a type of game that you want to play and have your own. You want to play online. Window. Yeah. 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 You want to play yeah, online rather than sharing that with somebody. But yeah, I, I mean, the Series S is going to chug uh, with that. And I'm pretty sure they already made some graphical concession for the Series S. Yeah, um, I'm hoping it's the like full experience on Series X. She says, I didn't I, wait. Yeah, I, I didn't even wait wouldn't. for the Xbox version. The hold, the hold up, I believe, was because of the of Series this S. Asterisk. Yeah, the Series of, S. They need to be playable in both. Yeah. Because that was the promise that Xbox gave everybody by either, you know, like you're just paying for power at that point. Your games are still available. Yeah. And that's what kind of like made it to the point that Baldur's might not make it to Xbox mm-hmm. unless something's got to give. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, that's going to come at some point. Yeah. We're going to get a point to a point at some point. But just like for this generation... For what Xbox has sold, for probably the amount of people that actually bought an S versus an X, it would be, you know, not good PR for people who would want to play that game. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, folks. Well, that pretty much wraps up the show for this week. As always, I invite you to check out the show notes on girlsongames.ca for links to all the stories mentioned this in this episode. Thank you, Catherine, so much for putting that together. Uh, I would love a favor from you if you have the power to rate and review a podcast on the podcasting platform where you are consuming this. Uh, please do so. It helps with discovery and uh, it helps us also build their show because we read the comments and we take them to heart. So try not to be mean, okay? <laughs> 
And as always, is the moment in the show where I give the crew the chance to shout out their social media handles so you can follow them anywhere and everywhere online. Catherine, where can people find you? I am CSDSBINSCSDBA on Twitter, Instagram, threads, Blue, Blue Sky, but uh, always in the Girls on Games Discord. I post. That you were gonna, I think you were gonna say blue sky, my guy. Blue sky, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you want to see photos of my cat, I do put them on the Discord, so you're fine. And your sweet nice. cat. Yeah. But I'll, I'll post that one publicly once it's done. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right, we'll follow her get- and then you know get, get get the lead up. Look at the other tats she's got. Yeah, but in I- uh, Discord though, you get the preview. Yeah, you yes. get the in progress work. You get me tired at the tattoo shop trying to take a photo while it's all full of like little glue and shit. And <laughs> just like, look at it. <laughs> cool. Joelle, where can people follow you? People can find me on Instagram at JoelleLauren87 and on the platform formerly known as Twitter under gamer underscore comfy. Uh, but all day, every day, chatting it up on the Girls on Games Discord. Come and say hi. I am Leah Jewer on most social media platforms, but of course you want to know everything there is to know about Girls on Games. You can track us down at The Girls on Games on Twitter and Facebook, just Girls on Games on Instagram and threads, discord.me slash girls on games to continue this conversation and more. But of course, if you ever want to know anything at all, you can track it down at our home base. That is our website, girlsongames.ca. Thank you, Kat. Thank you, Joelle. Thank you, Simon, for editing. Much appreciated. Um, I'm off to, you know, build up my little village in a a wandering village and, uh, you know, make friends with a big, giant terrain creature? Collect his... I guess you would call it that? Earth creature? Collect his poo-poo. Before I decide to blast off into space next week. (laughs) All right. Talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.